on Giddy Up, the weekend preview with Dean Watley, Mick Gannon and Jack Dickens. Excited about the weekend preview, plenty of terrific races to analyse over the next hour and a bit here on Giddy Up on this Thursday morning. So let's get stuck into it and welcome in our team. Thanks to the Mailbag Bloodstock, Jack Dickens joins us. Dicko, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, G, boys, everyone. How are we? I am well. Barry attendant's very own, Dean Watley. Morning, Dino. Morning, fellas. Morning. Um, and hello to you, Mickey Gannon from the great tip-off. Hashtag pay up. <laughs> morning, G, Dicko and Dino. Um, first of all, let's get stuck into this Randwick meeting. Mickey, you've been on the phone to Michael Wood. You've done the homework. There's been a bit of rain overnight in Sydney. How do you expect this track to play come Saturday? Yeah, Michael... Michael suggested there was about 27 mils overnight with about uh, four to 10 mils expected to come today, but the track has only just gone into the soft five range and he's expecting it to be a good four G. So it uh, looks like it's going to be a great, uh, great day of racing. And he also said that he, they haven't put a bit of irrigation on since Sunday. So I think the rain's probably more welcome than anything. So he's, he's, he's read the play beautifully. It sounds like um, sometimes those track curators need to take a punt and they can get it right and they can get it wrong. But Michael Wood looks like he's nailed it there, Mickey. Wow, you guys! Like, how dare you, G? Like, yeah, host a radio show where you blatantly take the P one double five out of the, the the golden tonsils TV for going the early crow, and you've just gone the absolute early crow on an important big days racing. Well, the curate, curators have just—they've got enough pressure on them outside you crowing. Well, Michael Wood, I think he's got enough runs on the board. Um, I think he's done a wonderful job under difficult circumstances in Sydney over the last twelve months, especially. But he's a phenomenal operator i'm just saying do we want to be crowing yeah well i've crowed him and i'll um i'll back i'll um i'll back him in and i'll i'll wear hey, the you consequences do you, i'm just yeah, saying will. woody's got enough pressure on those shoulders up there in sydney let's have a look at the market now for the apollo animos at a dollar 80 bet 365 mawunga at 850 fangirl 850 al bodegon nine dollars bet 365 and then double figures for the rest hinge at 13 ice bath at 15 laws of indices at 17, Shawfire at 34, Durston at 50 to 1, and then big prices for the rest. We'll start off with you here, Dean Watling. What are you doing in the Apollo Stakes? Also known as Greg Oden. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common theme throughout this sort of these two meetings. We've uh, you've got good horses returning, and you get exciting, but as punters, we really got to segregate betting prospects and our excitement for the games. So I think this yeah. race is a perfect example. Animo, obviously very short in the market. We know what he does. I think most of the horses in this, the horse that I want to have a little spec on, um, it's not a race I'm going to be betting too large, is Durston. We mentioned on the trial show, loved what he did. Obviously, the 400 metres is way too short, but around that $8 a place price, I think he's going to be savaging the line and he's in for really good prep. Only if it's dry, if it gets past the soft seven, soft uh, heavy eight. I won't be chiming in, but I'm going to have a little spec on Durston here in the Polo Stakes, fellas. 8.50 the place. Love the value there. The Caulfield Cup oh, champ. I'm in shock over here. Tell you, good boy. Big oh. effort. Why? Why, Dicko? What are you doing then? In the I just don't expect Polo? Greg to flare up that early on a show. <laughs> Normally just sort of like plays the V early, you know. Might sort of try and put one over point later on, but not yeah. off the bat. So full credit to you. So what are you doing, Dicko, in the first? This will be fascinating. Um, look, Animo's the best horse in the country. He's the best horse that I've seen in the last sort of five years. He's a freak. His trials, are both big ticks that aren't done under his own steam, looks to be absolutely airborne. He's very, very hard to knock, and I'm not knocking him. Um, 
I'm going to have $15 at the 17s, bet three, six, five, Law of Indices. I really, really liked its trials and think it's sort of a little bit fitter than some of these. And um, a little bit like my man, Greg Oden, I found a stayer resuming off a nice trial, and that is a Arapero. I think it can settle forward to midfield and, and give a shot. Probably won't win, but that's the only way I bet. So I'm going to have uh, five bucks on at the $61, Jay. So you're taking on what you say is the best horse in the land in Animo with a couple of roughies, Laws of Indices, and also a Rapero. If he's going to get beat, it'll be on Saturday, this prep. Listening to James Cummings this morning, geez, he's bullish about Animo. I think he's come back even better. What so about your draft? Like you've just basically gone for a dolphin and you've got about four people from Kieran Ma. Yeah, well that's smart. That's 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 when you, you use know, I hope they have big carnivals. Yeah. Well I think they will, Dicko. Um anyway, stay there. Hey Mickey Gannon, just hold the press because I'm gonna get your selection for the Apollo stake straight after the news. This is the weekend preview team. Gareth Hall, Jack Dickens, Dean Whiteling, and Mickey Gannon with you on this Thursday. If you've got a question for the team, let us know. Oh four double nine. 736 736 It's right on 10 o'clock. It's news time. This is Get It Up this Thursday morning. It's weekend preview time. Gareth Hall, Jack Dickens, Dean Watling, Mickey Gannon with you as we preview the terrific meetings in Sydney and Melbourne across the weekend. We're having a look at race eight at Randwick, the Apollo Stakes, which sees the return of the superstar Animo. The king. He, he, the he great is, one. The chosen the one. the king. Dollar eighty with bet 365, Dicko. James Cummings gave him a wonderful push this morning with the stable mail, but Dicko is taking him on with laws of indices and Arapaho. Um, gently, uh, gentle, but um, he's still taking him on. And Dean Watling likes Durston from the trials, 8.50 the place each play with Bet365. So, Mickey Gannon, what are you doing in the Apollo? Definition of a fence city here, G. I think Adamo is clearly the one to beat. Uh, do you want to take a dollar eighty? Absolutely not. If you want a price that you want to take, I'd be happy to take $2.40. I don't think we'll see it. Uh Outside of that, I thought Fangirl is going to probably give us a bit of a sight. Uh, Hinge can give us a bit of a sight. Been and a I bit of money for Fangirl early on, Mick, hasn't there? Yeah, there certainly has, and, and it's definitely warranted. Uh, Forty hundred meter suits. I think the thing with Durston is his trial was enormous, and I'd be with one hundred percent in Dino's corner if it just didn't draw barrier one. I just yeah, just, that's the concern, isn't it? Like if, if we had to draw a middle wide with Durston there, I think it's a great place to get. But anyway, G Animo on top, and um, but it's it's a genuine no bet race at this point in time. I don't mind Fangirl. I'm interested to get your opinion on this, um, Mayor Dino and Dicko. We'll start with you, Dino, because she needs a good surface. And as Mickey Gannon just pointed out, you might have had a little bit of rain in Sydney. But if she gets a good four, I don't think she had the best of luck with those tracks there in the spring. No, she's an outstanding mare. And the Ramwick Rail True high-pressure race like this, 400 metres, it's a perfect setup. She needs tempo. She hasn't got that adaptable pattern where she can put herself into the race. So she's going to be worse at midfield. But they're going to probably go along at a good clip. It's going to be a fair track. That's a perfect setup. So um, she's a good mare, fresh, loves a trip. So can't well, turn yeah. you out at, at all. They're, they're sort of the the early trial watchers who move markets have, have had a bet. The trial looked to my eye, or did them this morning. Like she looks like she's absolutely airborne. I think she had a, like she did have an enormous SP profile all throughout last prep, which towards the back end of it sort of grayed us all up. And I think she, earned that SP profile by her big run first up behind Animo, which was 400 metres, group one. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely fits a profile. 
I would just like to have got the 16 sort of $17 price about her and, and comfortably had a bet. I, I think she's going to run a big race. I mean, and because the male is, it's going to be a good four. But Gareth has crowed that, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think she's know. fine sort of up to at least like a soft five. Soft, it's just when you get past those, yeah. she just needs a turn of four. is elite on top of the ground. That's that's the biggest tick for her. Mickey G? Yeah, spot on. I think exactly what um, Dico said. Last preparation, 1,400 metres, soft five. Um, you know, 1.8 lengths off Animo and was probably, you know, luckless in some sense. has got too far back. My big concern here, G, and it's no knock on it, he's obviously been a great rider through his entire career, but Kieran McAvoy's striking around the 8% mark and he, he's been uh, he, he's been in better form than what he's in now and I would probably like to see, you know, maybe a push for the stable with Brenton on Fangirl. So, yeah, happy to stick there. But the, 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 other, the, the other side of the coin to that is, oh, hang on, this race is worth a quarter of a million dollars. And that's when the big boys start to do big boy yeah. stuff. He's, he's yeah, a, for sure. He's a big time play, K McAvoy. Um, but geez, mm. he, I agree with you too, Mickey G, that his strike rate isn't the greatest at the moment. Let's have a look at race number seven. This is the light fingers. And what a beauty this is. Cracker. So many talented fillies around these days. In secret at $1.80. Sunshine in Paris, $7.50. Fireburn, $8. She's a belter. At $9, North Star Lass at $11, bet three six five. The Group 1 winner of last spring, Madame Pomery at 20 to 1. Wolverine at 40 to 1. Then we go down to horses like Rosetta at 50 to 1. So Revolutionary missed the seven, given a hope at $26. I think the, the interesting part about this race here is we've got a gear change, and it is with the favourite in secret, and Mickey Gannon's synthetic hoof filler off for the first time. And J Mac, oh. yes. Well, J Mac, he he he. I don't know if he James Cummings was trying to explain in the nicest possible way that I don't think he jumped off in secret. There might have been a miscommunication or something happened there. But I I think the you point might, is though, he's not going to be riding on no. Saturday, which is probably to the horse's detriment. Well, Nash is going okay, isn't he, Jacko? Uh, Dicko, he's, he's flying, but he's not J Mac. Yeah. So what are you doing here then, from a punning perspective, Mickey Gannon? Yeah, look, in secret's clearly the one to beat. And for mine, she's probably um, or is the best filly in the country, without a doubt. I, I think she's the horse to follow through the autumn. You know, you just got to ask yourself the question, is a dollar eighty the right price? I marked her a dollar eighty, but are you gonna bet a dollar eighty? You probably want a little bit more than that. I, I think if you they'll probably get closer to two dollars twenty um come start time, because I'll start to find others. Dollar eighty is a bit short. Nash is on, J Mac's off, as Dico said, you don't lose a whole lot with Nash, but you know, J Mac is the best in the world. So in secret's clearly the horse to beat. Uh, outside of that, gee, they could they could all fill the holes here. You know, some of these horses like um, you know North Star Lass is going to give a huge sight out in front. Sunshine in Paris was enormous last preparation. Could come back a better horse, but In Secret should be getting the job done here, gents. What Rodrigo price do you want, Mickey? Winning. What price do you want for In Secret? I'd love two twenty. That'd be good. So it's like you said, Adamo's a bet at two forty. In Secret's a bet at two twenty. Yeah, it's just a lot of risk here, right? These horses are first up off preparations. Yeah. You know, this is clearly not going to be their grand finals and things go wrong in horse racing. So and do you also, want to take the Very importantly, In Secrets had two trials, which as we learned last week, probably means it can't win. We lock them off one trial. Leading but they were very, very, very soft <laughs> trials. Very soft trials. Dino. Oh. Go on, Greg Oden, give it to us, baby. Now, I can't understand. What's Grego mean? Can you explain that? Greg Oden, number Greg one Oden. draft pick. They picked him ahead of Kevin Durant. 
Oh, yeah, there you go. Portland Trailblazers, Greg Oden, surely. For those playing at home, you know, on Perth clocks, come on, <laughs> keep up. Trying to crack some gag, keep it fresh, keep it rolling here on Giddy Well, you up. just got to explain. Dean Watling, what are we doing with In Secret? Two trolls too many or are we all good here? No, the, the profile for Godolphin is they're bomb-proof fresh. So if you like In Secret and you like the price, take it because this is where they peak in their prep. The stats back it up. Um, obviously, too short for mine. I've got it marked around the 240 price. I don't think we lose anything with Nash going on. He's probably... And more so at the minute, probably more informed than J Mac. J Mac's a little bit off the boil, but I don't think you're losing Young anything kids, at all with you. that. Um, price at the moment is too short for mine. The ones that I want to play outside of it, off the trial, Sunshine in Paris, outstanding, lot of upside. Barry one's a killer, and the other one off the trials is a lot more love. Number nine, around that thirty-five dollars and five fifty a place. Go back and have a look at its trials punters. It was phenomenal. I don't think it can beat in secret, but it can run a hole at 550 compared it hurned, to It turned through the line, didn't it, Dino? That a lot more love. Like its best work was probably way past the post. Yeah, which is what we love to see. And Ryan Lexio stable going pretty good. And Regan's actually in all right form. So I'd prefer Barrier 13 for a lot more of love compared to Barrier 1 for Sunshine in Paris, especially with the rail. Dino, Dino, is there a 1600 meter race on the radar for a lot more love? I'm not too sure. I think that's the pet trip. That's what they aimed at last start, um, last preparation. I think they'll go the natural progression up to 14, then 16. Um, You'll have to get Joel Ryan on the, on the trial report. That'd be, that'd be outstanding content. Get that happening next week, could we? Which one? Gerald Ryan. Gerald Ryan. Okay. Um, I don't know. Sterling's my man. A lot more love. 650 the place. Is that your play there, Dino? Yeah, that's my play. And in secret too, you're keen on her chances. Um, yeah, well. I like her. Just the price. Yeah. It's all price as with Animo and in secret. All right then. Dicko, um, what are you doing in the light fingers? In secret, most likely winner. I make it like a 220 chance. Um, so I'm going to lay it uh, until it gets out to that sort of price. Just to, you know, don't want to confuse everyone like we seem to have done last week. There's two horses in this race that I think are bets. And I, like, I can't believe he's here. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but... Uh, Aaron Rodgers, mate, the anti-vaxxer, Willie Pike, is back. Yes. And she's a belter trolled absolutely enormously, I thought. I, I think there's going to be intent from a wide draw, and I love it. And she's... I might be mad because I'm saying intent on a horse that William Pike's riding. But <laughs> but he's gone back home. He's gone and bashed up the locals to make himself feel better. He's feeling bigger. He's feeling tougher. He's feeling braver. He's back to what he was. Comes back with a good mindset. Show some intent, William, and you might be winning this race, I reckon, on She's a Belter. And I'm going to have something, G, on the seven revolutionary miss. Uh, I thought both the trials were outstanding. I think the form's strong enough. And I think if there is a bit of a, like a speed battle, it's just going to sit off him and hoon. I love it. Hey, Dicko, um, Randwick Rail True is just the perfect W Pike setup as well. You, you mm. can make mm. up ground. They can have speed. It, 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 like, I mean, as soon as he came over, I said to the boys, you know, this is if you want to see Pike at his best, it'll be Randwick Rail True. Yeah, yeah. I, just I, I was interested track. in Sunshine in Paris, like like uh, Greg was, but just Barrier One. I don't, I just don't know if it's good yeah. enough. But it's hard to sort of say it's not good enough because it hasn't really had the opportunity yet to be good enough. So I'd rather yeah. w- w- see it do it before I sort of stamped it. Uh, and I basically agree with everything else. Other than I'm going to lay the absolute guts out of Rosetta. I thought both trials were absolutely awful, and it maps to be way worse in midfield. Okay, so in secret, she's about a revolutionary miss at a price for Dicko. In secret, and a lot more love the place for Dino. And if in secret gets to two twenty for Mickey Gannon, it's a bet. Let's have a look at the Inglis 
Rich Inglis, two-year-old race. You got Learning to Fly Bet three six five. The daughter of Justify two ninety. Now, if she wins this race, Annabelle gets a Ferrari. Um, Blake really? DeBlanc, yeah, six dollars. Then we've got uh, Kundalini at seven dollars. Uh, Legazo at nine dollars. That was one of your horses when it was on debut. It was impressive for Chrissy Waller and William Pike takes the ride with Bet three six five. So, Dana, what are you doing with the babies here in the Inglis Millennium? Yeah, this is a phenomenal race. It's the best edition I've seen of this race. I think Learning to Fly is the best horse in the race. I like it. I'm going to back it. I've already taken a little futures bet. Um, but what I'll say to punters is wait till Saturday. You'll get a much better price. You'll probably get a three fifty, maybe $4 purely on the barrier. But as we've mentioned on the show, I don't think I'd much prefer to draw barrier 19 than barrier one in this setup. High pressure race they'll be running on. So I'm going to have something on learning to fly and I'm going to have a saver on the 10 Lazago. Lazago. Yep. Um, nice gate there for Willie Pike and Chris Waller. You can get $9 Lazago. What are you doing here, Mickey Gannon? Yeah, just reading between the lines here, Lazago, William Pike goes on, J-Mac jumps on a uh, Michael Friedman trained Blanc de Blanc. So that horse trialed very, very well. Uh, so I'm going to have to pen Lazago, um, penning Blanc de Blanc just uh, at that price. I'm happy to be with a horse, Kundalini, that trial, um, sorry, that was raced behind, uh, was it Don Corleone? Um, oh, that was very, mm-hmm. very impressive. You're getting around the $7 mark, and there's two horses I want to be with, learning to fly as it gets out. Hopefully, we get around that 350 mark. I think you will. And then I think I'm going to be with uh, Kundalini as well. So if I had $100 to spend in that race, I'd have 50 on Learning to Fly and 50 on Kundalini. So Learning to Fly 290, Kundalini at $7. Dicko, quickly, what are you doing in the millennium? Absolute lottery. I'm focusing purely on SP profiles. I'm having, I'm having 5 bucks on Hellish at $29. I'm having $15 on Facile, who's got a really good SP versus key players here at 10s. And I'm having $5. I don't understand why this horse is this price. Perfect proposal. It's $61. What's going on with that, Dean Watling? Um, very, very poor last start. Beaten 5.5 lengths by Learning to Fly and Steel City. It started, race. it started 4.20 versus Learning to Fly. Yeah. It started 4.20. So they start, the yeah. last time it's they met, on, the market said, hey, these, these horses are exactly as good as each other. Yep. Two, week, two weeks later, I'm getting $61 versus three seventy. Yeah. Well, the market was yeah, wrong. It's too easy. It overraced and and they they blamed the heat that day. It's a genuine twenty one shot. Not, yeah. not shouldn't be sixty one bucks. Yeah, that's how I'm betting, G. All right, and I've got another fifteen dollars up my sleeve, and I'll put that. We'll put that out on the socials, eh? Yeah, I look forward to that because we're going to take a break, and then on the other side of it, we'll go through our best bets at Randwick. So, Dicko liking a few roughies in the Millennium, Hallish, Fashal, and Perfect Proposal. Dino confident with learning to fly in Lesago. And Kundalini, Kundalini and Learning to Fly, the tips there from Mickey Gannon, the Millennium. We'll take a break and we'll come back with the team's best bets at Randwick on a Saturday. Okay, time for our best bets at Royal Randwick on a Saturday. And we'll start off with you, Dicko. I oh, know we will start. We'll go to you last, Dicko. Um, we'll go with you, Dino, first of all. Best bets on a wonderful card there in Sydney on Saturday. My best bet is race six, number eight, learning to fly. Wait till just before jump. We'll get about a $3.50, $4 price, and she should make it two from two. So learning to fly, the only best bet on the program for you, Dino. Yep. Um, it's a tricky meeting to have yep. sort of some really strong bets with prices and that, um, but I'll be back in learning to fly hard, and the only other bet 
um, that I like is the um, Durston each way. It's a, a nice little play. Should we take two dollars fifty for Don Corleone in the Piero? No. No, I think we should wait. They're going to make a decision, the Snowdens. Yeah, uh, King's Gambit, it won't start. So Yeah, so I think wait there. One's going to the Silver Slipper, the other one will run. Um, and I think they'll make a decision. Like, I know J-Mac's booked for Don Corleone, but they could switch that up and run King's Gambit and scratch the other. So wait and see there and see what price we get. Mickey Gaddon, your best in Sydney on Saturday? Yeah, we're going to get a race nine, number five, Written Beauty G. Uh, this horse is... Uh, Lost a bit of form there under the Hawks stable and then came back to Waller. And I think Waller's finally worked it out. One preparation that was it was okay. And then um, the last preparation, first up in the How Now at Caulfield, Craig Williams was on board, but it was a heavy nine, completely give job. Went around second up, uh, 1,200 metres, probably should have won there. And that was a group three company. I think the horse is flying. I said two jump outs at Flemington have been very, very good uh, under no riding at all. And it's shown a lot. You're getting $7. Best bet of the day. Race nine, number five, a written beauty. Love it. I'm taking you on there. I've just got some whispers. I'm hearing the mailman. Oh, yeah. Uncle Wayne, eh? Yeah. No, no, Uncle Wayne. Um, Larkspur. Um, driver? Is this the driver? I'm, the telling, I'm, I'm telling you to run a big race there, Mickey G. So maybe save on the Quinella. Um, Thank you, G. Dicko, what are you doing there at Randwick on Saturday? I shall send a detailed staking plan through to the producer to put across social media. The other bet that we haven't mentioned I like, race five, <laughs> the five, Quantico. Yes. What price are we getting there, Quantico? Five bucks, 480. Um, very good, Gianna Shea, Karen McAvoy. It was a bit like Espiona that remember that carnival down the straight there at Flemington? Everyone thought they were the new black caviar with the mm. times that they mm. run. Um, mm. They haven't really quite lived mm. up to those expectations. So Lovely trial. Could be back. All right. Keen, then. To, keen to find out. So race five, number five, Quantico. What other horses are you playing there from a best? Um, are you recapping some of the other horses that you mentioned in those feature races, Dicko? Yeah, in the Apollo, going to have a, a reasonable bet. Laws of Indice, very small bet. Arapaho in the light fingers, going to have a good bet. She's a belter, something revolutionary miss. And in the Millennium, but going to back hellish, facile, and perfect proposal. All at big, fat, juicy prices. Love it, boys. Can't wait for Saturday. Should be a beauty there at Roundwick. Now, we'll take the news on the other side of it. Tim Wilson will be joining us from First Light Racing, and then we'll get set to preview that hillside meeting at Sandown, highlighted by the preludes for the Blue Diamond, and also, of course, the Rubiton, where some talented sprinters resume, and the CFO stakes at Group 1 level wait for age over the 1,400 metres. Welcome back to Giddy Up, and it's always great to have your company, especially for the weekend preview on this Thursday. And it's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold goes, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. Tim Wilson from First Light Racing joins me now. G'day, Tim. G'day, Gareth. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, brother. Now, looking at the Bet365 market, the instructor is the $9 hope there with Bet365. They tell me he trialled nicely. You're happy with his preparation leading up to the big dance in a couple of weeks' time? Absolutely. She, she's the best guy. She, she's always innovating. And, look, I'm not, I'm not sure many would take a two-year-old to a 1,000-metre trial yes. against the older horses and, and Group 1 performed horses at that. So she wanted to give him a trip away and, and, more importantly, probably wanted to really test him against some elite competition. He's kind of led and, and dominated his two races to date. So what Monday afforded us was the opportunity to ride him a bit more conservatively. We had Anna Visto, the, the Group 1 before Mayor, level up to him at the 400. So it was great to kind of see him pin the ears back, dig into the fight. He probably went down a nose to that Mayor, but he, he probably should have had about 12 kilos less being, being a two-year-old. So 
We achieved what we wanted to achieve, which was really test his competitiveness. Um, so, so that was great. He's been to the beach for a few days since. He, he has a gallop on Saturday. But um, Gay's, Gay's privately telling us that he, he's the horse to beat. And, yeah, it's hard not to get excited when you're in her hands. Yeah, love the confidence from Gay. What about the classic sales, the English classic sales it's always been a really good sale for value for money and they commence on the weekend. There's a lot of inspections going on at the moment. Um, will First Light Racing be playing at these sales? Yeah, we, we hope to. And you talk about value. I, I think it's probably the best value sale every year. That There's yeah. 800 yearlings there. So you, you've got to do the hard work. It, Ashley, who does all our inspections, been on the ground since Tuesday and it'll take it a Sunday to get through them all. But yeah, we've had a few sneaky buys out of there over the journey. We bought a, a $40,000 horse called Scottish Rogue, and he debuted in a Maribyrnong trial where we bought a I'm Invincible filly for 100 grand with Gay called Bold Ariel that debuted in a gym crack. So it does represent a sale that, that's got really good value. And I, I think you can get those up and running early two-year-old types out of there. And, and probably the big uh, sweetener this year is the, the English Maiden Series that they've just mm-hmm. announced. I think it's 50 races now worth... 100,000, but beginning in 2024. So, you know, it's pretty exciting when you can buy a horse and, and almost get your purchase price back by, by winning a maiden. So a great initiative, and it just further bolsters that sale as being a sale for great value. Yeah, I totally agree there. And have you got a best bet for us from First Light Racing, mate, this weekend? No, I'm still reeling after giving you the mackerel <laughs> last week, and he ran second. So I, I'd love to tip Ranelli on Saturday. He's yes. probably our, our most informed horse up in Sydney, but he's got a lot of weight, so I'm just going to steer away. And mine that might be a bit safer is had a, a really high-quality mare return in Zesty Bell a fortnight ago, so she'll go to Bendigo on Sunday. Um, she's trained on well. Damien Lane takes a ride, so... Uh, probably a safer bet, but I think Zesty Bell is probably our best for the weekend, as much as I'd love to say, uh, save Ranelli. That'll do us, mate. And to, um, to get involved with First Light Racing, just head to the website and see what you purchase over the classic sales. Absolutely. Firstlightracing.com.au. Um, hopefully we'll snag three or four, and, and there might be something for everyone. Flying at the moment. Good luck, mate. Appreciate your time as always, Tim. And um, good luck at the sales, and good luck this weekend. Thanks, Gareth. There's Tim Wilson, and it's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold go, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. The weekend preview team to preview Sandown and All Stakes Day straight after this. Time to preview the Sandown meeting here on Giddy Up with the weekend preview team, and we'll look at race number seven, which is the feature of the All Stakes. Looks like it's going to be a pretty good track there at Sandown, perfect conditions in Melbourne town. So it should be a level playing field. You've got Jack and O at 380 with bet 365 on Thunderstruck 440. Tuvalu gets the blinkers first time at $6. Gentleman Roy at $6. Mr. Brightside at $11. Nugget at $12. Churaf at 20 to 1. Then Cool Sign Mav, Aegon and Western Empire. Would you believe he's at 100 No, he's at $51. Now with Aaron Lynch taking the ride for Bob Peters. Dicko, what are you doing in the all stakes? Okay. Um, I think Tuvalu, Gentleman Roy, the speed, Tourist yep. Nugget get really good runs behind that. I think Western Empire can sort of hug that. I'm great up with what they want to do. I'm Thunderstruck. They talk about intent all the time. They've gone away from Mark Zara. Like, very, very bad decision. Jamie Carr's elite, but Mark Zara's a big, big boy. Uh, yes. Brightside, trial good, and Jack and o, Airborne. I'm risking Callsign Mavin, Aegon. Uh, I don't like Tuvalu blinkers on first up. That tells me the horse isn't going as good as he thinks it is or thinks it could. Um, I'm going to have a small bet, the five Western Empire at 100 to 1. $51 a, I can give you. 
What what price? I get, he's fifty one dollars bet three six five, but I'll give you two hundred to one with G Hall. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't be taking fifty one dollars, so don't take that at home. If you follow me to the T, um, just wait; it'll get back out, and I'll take the two hundred to one with G Hall. Thank no you very problems. much. And yeah. I'm gonna have a small bet nugget, but it's just a good race to sit back and watch. Just sort of gentleman Roy for me versus Jacano, Thunderstruck, and Broadsword. Mick Gannon. It should be a spectacle, G. Uh, Nugget was a horse that I really, really wanted to follow. G, this is a big step up. Uh, very much a wait and watch. One of the better races we've seen this year. Uh, but to be fair, mate, as a betting prospect, I really, really struggled to find anything as a standout bet, mate. All right, then, Dino, what are you doing in the all? Yeah, I'm happy enough to have a little spec on Gentleman Roy. I thought he was elite first up. He's got that bomb-proof on-pace pattern. Uh, which suits Sandown to a tee, and we harp on it all the time. You want a horse that's, uh, that settles on pace or just off pace um, at worst, anything back in the field, you really need to be an elite horse to run them down at Sandown. So happy enough to have a spec on Gentleman Roy. I'm fascinated what happens with Jackano here, though. He's a bomb, fresh horse. Um, second up and two weeks between runs is a negative profile for him. So I'm fascinated to see how he performs, and the market obviously loves him. Um, but for me, little spec on Gentleman Roy, fellas. The market's always going to love that young, fresh blood, the three-year-old versus yep. these old sort of wait-for-age horses. Yeah, Half of these aren't even wait-for-age horses. My, Basically, broadside yeah. and Thunderstruck are. Michael Kent Jr. did indicate that he believes Jack and I a better chance at Thunderstruck and ready to run a big race come Saturday. So it's a fascinating race to you always is to kick off the autumn. What about the Rubiton? Um, Bet365 has this boom Queensland, Uncommon James at 350. Chain of Lightning at four sixty. Generation eight dollars. Julia Sandu has lofty strike at eight dollars. Some wraps on Marine One at ten dollars. Triple Missile at twelve dollars, and then Camel Pass of the South Aussie at fifteen. Rocketing by at sixteen dollars. I'm keen to hear Dicko's thoughts on the map in the Rubiton. Looks messy. Hoping lofty strike can sit just off the speed from five and win from there. Um, uh, your thoughts there from one of our listeners, Dicko, with the speed map. It's a very, very important question. This is eleven hundred meter start on the hillside. So they jump, they they go, and they start turning. So it's really, really hard to win or to 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 map where you want to map from wide draw. So Oxy Road, awful, awful map. Just for the its speed, its early speed versus the 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 track circumference. I think Semion Camel Parcel will lead. Channel Lightning will, will hold a good spot. Generation and Marine One will, will try and be positive. I think particularly Marine One. Uncommon James will be like third third sort of pair, one off, lofty strike inside it. Then Vainstream, Argentina, rocketing by triple missile last. Triple missile should be thirty to one, not fifteen dollars. Okay. Um it maps disgracefully. Rocketing by map can't win. Ard Argentia, everything against it here map wise. Against it hard, hard, hard. Chain of lightning, the most exciting horse here is gonna get a nice suck run. Trials are half plane. I'm gonna lay Uncommon James till it hurts. I want to back Marine One, but I just want to see a little bit of intent from the market or something on the on the radio from you with the camp that they're going to be positive and roll forward. Um, yeah, Marine One the... will go forward, sit outside the leader. Who said that? I did, and I know. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, I wouldn't well, say it otherwise. I'd like I... to hear that from like, uh, David well, Eustace or, why... or if anyone knows where Kieran is from Kieran. Well, I had a chat to the Johnny O'Neill who part owns it. He says they will go forward and sit outside the speed. Well, then I think it'll be very, very hard to, uh, yep. not really hard to beat, but a great bet at 10 bucks. I can't one. believe you think I would say something just for the sake of it, Dicko. I'm not like you these days. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Marine one. Wow. Um, all right, then. So what's, is there a bet here in the Rubiton? 
Yeah, I'm going to have a small bet. Number one, Marine one. All right, then. Dino, what are you doing here, brother? Yeah, Dicko summed the race up perfectly. I'm going to have a bet on Uncommon James. I think he's untapped. I think the price is fair enough. Uh, Leak trials. Love the stable. And they gave him a spin around the Sandown track, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good operators, though, Day and Hoisted. So... My bet here is Uncommon James. Good push, Uncommon James, from Matty Hoisted as well this morning on Stable Mail. Mickey Gannon? I'm here with a horse the boys haven't mentioned yet. I agree with uh, Dico Marie. One looks a good price around a $10 mark. It's going to roll four, but I think it's going to be um, really work out well for Generation, who will just follow it across. If Marine One just goes forward, Generation should just be able to hop on its back and has a really good first start record. Ben Mellon's in really, really good form. And uh, when Mellon and Eustace and Ma all team up, they've got a really good strike rate. Oh, it's 30%. fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating from a punting point of view here because mm-hmm. there's both Ma Eustace cult horses. Johnny O'Neill in one. They're either biggest owner in the other. Mark Zara rides one. Ben Mellon rides the other. Like, <laughs> one might double in price and one might halve in price. Mouth-watering stuff. Oh, it's just uh, scintillating. Genera- oh! Gen- generation, uncommon James Marine one. So our experts have a different opinion, um, which is... And I've just taken two lengths off Uncommon James because Greg Oden's tipped it. So that'll I'll be yep. harsh against it too. So Marine one for Dicko, Uncommon James for Dino. Mickey Gannon has generation. Let's have a look at these preludes. Um, and they kick off in race number three. Barber at $3. Brave Halo, the Boom WA cult um, at three eighty. Then we go to Gangatano at $7. Little Bros at $9. Amigo at 10 James Cummings gave Quinesh a big push. Um, at $23, and I agree with you. It's a ridiculous price for that caliber from an inside gate, Dino. What are you thinking? Yeah, outstanding race. So these two, both the preludes. I'm keen on Barber. Like that profile. The form was really stacked up from the Golden Gift. He's got a really nice turn of foot. Um, I loved his trial up in Sydney at Hawkesbury. Just smoked the pipe, pulled out, found the line really well, and that's the profile for backing the Godolphin Horses first up. So... Barry Seven, um, I'm keen here in the Colts and Geldings prelude on Barber. All right, then what are you doing here, Dicko? You got some people call me with the blinkers on first time. Uh, laying laying Barber heavy, uh, hate the map. I think it's a bit of a spruik. I really, really like. And I'm great up. Was it James or was it the driver? Because I think the four Kanish is a stupid price. It was and a um, very, very easy bet to have. It's it going to coffin. Yeah, it was and, the driver. And just going to get a little suck run here. I think it's a very, very simple bet to have. Blake Shin ticks mm. a lot of boxes. Some of the good horses, their maps are just terrible in this race. Because I talked about how important and tactical it's going to be for the 1,100-meter start on Saturday on the hillside. Uh, and I, I just think Cornish is really, really easy bet to I have. I thought you'd be following on Amigo, Dico. Well, this is a, this is a that's actually a great lesson for punters. So I took 20 bucks about Amigo last start. We tipped that at 20 bucks on the radio, I think we did. Yeah, And it... Didn't start. It start. It was backed into eight dollars. Is in a much softer race than this, and then they're trying to give you ten dollars, eight dollars right now. All right, they're they're taking the the Mickey out of us, and it'll drift. And if you want to follow your money, you can, but you get a bigger price. All right, then what are you doing, Mickey Gannon? Oh, boys, it just sums it up very, very well. I'm with Konish. I just can't believe the price you got here. This is the best value runner on the card. Barbers, that's a really average map from there. Konish is, as uh, Dico said, going to sit in the coffin. And let's be fair here. If if Konish gets out. It goes very, very close to being the instructor who's favourite for a blue diamond. Yeah. So that price is just obscene. It it'll, it has to start closer to ten dollars once they work it out. 
What the interesting runner here, though, geez, you need you need to sort of step up to the plate and analyse this. Brave Halo, the West Australian. Yes, it's Ollie's happy with it. He's um, thinks it's a big chance. The the form in WA, I think that initial plate will be one of the best two year old form races that we're seeing. So we'll see what Brave Halo can do. Um, Pistol train- Pete said he's like he's in rare air. What he did. At- yeah. Early on in Perth. Yeah. Um, so it'll be fascinating to see what he can do, but he has to travel over here, this cult. So um, time will tell, but I, I agree with the lads. I think Corniche is a big price each way. It's um, going in the multi. Yeah. Um, now let's have a look at the Phillies prelude. Charmstone 280, Sakar Flick at $7, and then Shadow Fear at $10, Dasonic Boom at 11 What are we doing here quickly, Dino? This is the best bet around the country on the day. Race four, number one, Charmstone. Um, she is a proper filly. Turn of four, she's had the win under her belt, spelled. Um, jump out was elite. Could not be any keener on race four, number one, Charmstone. You get $2.80 with bet 365. Mickey, what are you doing here? Shoulders, arms for me, G. I like stick after because a horse with that barrier just doesn't get me excited. Awful, at all. isn't um, it? So, yeah, I'm happy to give it a miss and uh, let Dino take take the reins on that one. All right, Dicko. Hate the maps. For most of these horses, uh, I'll look to probably just t- take on Charmstone and pray. So, Charmstone, Mick Price, Michael Kent Jr. say this is one of the best two-year-olds that they've ever trained. Yeah, but, like, that's where we could – that's why this shows, it, I guess, good sometimes is we've all got different points of view. You guys really care what they say. I couldn't care less. Yeah. So, right, I'm then. just looking at the map, and, and I want to see this horse actually do something before I stamp it as a $2.80 chance in what? a massive field with all these unraced horses with unknown ceilings. Jordan from Clifton Hill, he asked that question about the speed map for the Rubiton. So, he also asked, Gentleman Roy, what price do you think we'll get? Better on race day? Uh, no, if you like Gentleman Roy, that, I'd have yeah. something on now because yeah. I anticipate it'll be on pace suited on Saturday. And as that sort of comes to show itself and maybe Charmstone can't win or Barber can't win because it just got a little bit too far back, the market will start to identify these horses that are going to settle forward in midfield. And Gentleman Roy is a big edge versus your Thunderstrikes, Brightsides and Jackanos in that race. And that's where the market will go. That's the one. It's the race fit horse in form. Bang, and it'll, it'll halve in price. All right, we'll come back with your questions. Best bets at Sandown and also the weekend preview multi that is sipping four, which is a, we were close last week, but still no cigar. So plenty still more to come here on the weekend preview on Giddy Up this Thursday. We've got about six or seven minutes left of content time for the weekend preview. So... Quick hands here, Dicko. You know when you're playing football. Um, are we backing Uncle <laughs> Lindsay in corner pocket in race eight, three sixty drawn one to lead or box seat? Love it. What's Dicko say about this race, considering Keats is in it? Um, I, I can't believe the price that they've offered us for Keats. Uh, two really nice trials, as good as Tuvalu's trial uh, at Geelong. Trial behind Coolangatta first up, uh, absolutely airborne. Full preparation under Jesus Bedgood this this time in. Um, whatever he does is a blessing. You know, paid twenty five grand for this horse. Last preparation we kicked off in a benchmark sixty four at sale. This preparation we're kicking off in a Group Three. Uh, I, I think the map's super friendly, and if the track races how I predict it races, I think we're a great chance at a huge price. Uh, I've had a bet already at Keats. I, I agree. Corner pocket looks very well placed, mm-hmm. and, and to get a really really nice map. Uh, I think Sosa Bond rolls forward, uh, maybe pounding, maybe crosshaven. But the last time Keats met, met pounding, we started a quite, like maybe a third of the price and killed it. So I don't know how it's so short. Um, Smoke and Romans, the 
Someone at that, someone in the cult wants to bet me head to head, so that tells me they think it's flying. Uh, Sunshine Rising was that spooky horse Dean fell into in Sydney. It's yes. back. What do we do with it? And Normandy Bridge, I thought was a really good run last start, but I think I have to go back from thirteen, oh. and I don't want to know about it back there. All right, so you're back in Keats and Corner Pockets, probably the danger. What about the Kevin Hayes for the Phillies or the Mares? Seven dollars she dances. Duace at seven, laced up heels at seven fifty. She's lickety split ten. Queen of the ball, 10 open race for these mares. A quick opinion on this, Dicko. Rich Fortune, the safest way to play, but just really worried where the map is, like where it maps. The All Rich right. Fortune. It's a great race. It's an it's a phenomenal day's betting, like a narrative building opener to the yes. Autumn Carnival, Gareth. Like you don't even need a bet. You no. can just narrative build. Yes. Now your best Huge bet. Huge weekend for you at SEN track. Best Huge. bet for you, Mickey Gannon. At Sandown. You're gonna go race and go race eight and go number six, Sunshine Rising. I think there's enough pace here for this horse to sit two or three pairs back. Um Blake Shin, nice aggressive ride from that good draw. This horse is absolutely flying. I know it's a nine year old, but it's fair to him had three and a half years off or something prior to that. So it's done a little, little racing there. It's come back enormous in that trial. It had genuine excuses its first two runs uh in Sydney, and I don't think Mark Newton will be sending it down here to be uh just going for a jog Love around. It. So we're going to go race eight, number six, Sunshine Rising. Can't the best bet. Hopefully, do, um, Jack is videoing himself if Sunshine Rising goes past Keats there on Saturday. That'll be something to behold. Um, Dino, what's your best bet there? I'm going to lay Sunshine Rising yeah. just to add to it, yeah. add to the pain. What's your best bet there, Dino? I'm super keen. Like I said, best bet around the country on Saturday. Race four, number one, Charm Stone over the 1,100 metres. Really keen. All right, then, Dicko. Vote for him in the All-Star Mile because he's a big chance of winning on Saturday. Race eight, number 13, Keats. All right, then. What about another best bet outside the horse that you own? <laughs> going to have saying on Pericles in race number two. Yes, I and like gonna, that bet. He and I'm going to send a, a detailed staking plan for my 100, which I'm already 200 plus in front of these two clowns in. Yes. I'm going to send a detailed staking plan for social media. I'm going to bet across three to four races in both venues, All Sydney right. and Melbourne, G. Just quickly go through some of your better bets and it's sand down. Just reel Pericles, them off. race yep. two. Corniche in race three. Uh, I'm going to back probably Gentleman Roy in race seven. Need to just do a little bit more work there and definitely having a big result, Keats, in race eight. Yep. And if East India Man goes around in race nine, very, very proper, Do proper bet. But it might be going around at the Valley, just yeah. back wherever it goes. It's ready to win. Dom East Dominic Byrne was the man that, as James pointed out, this is great information, nearly fell off his seat once James told him or he heard the price of Corniche and that prelude of the Blue Diamond at $23. Multi-time, let's hear what Tommy Papley had to say. He kicked off proceedings beautifully last week. What's he doing this week? What a weekend of actually is. Really looking forward to it. Uh, we'll start off with Sandown with a couple of my best. Uh, we're going to the prelude, race four, number seven, Charmstone. Big spruiks about the horse, child like a bomb. Um, six bucks for the dime, I think it is. Uh, win this pretty easy. I might even shorten and um, I might even be on it for the blue diamond early. So that's my tip there. Race seven, number 10, Jackano. Um, second up here, gets the 1,400. Damian Lane sticks, barrier four, leads at a beautiful spot. Um, Thunderstruck, obviously the danger, but just the way uh, Jack and I wanted to win last start um, and the fitter horse second up, I think you get the job done. And Randwick, we'll just go nice and easy, pretty boring, but uh, race seven, number one, in secret, $1.85, $1.90. Um, could even multi it up with Animo if you want a bit more juice, but 
Um, that's me, boys. Uh, what a weekend it's going to be. Um, really looking forward to it. Either sitting at a pub, a few quiet ones, or on the couch. Um, really enjoying it. So have a good one, boys. Cheers. Unbelievable. What you the better hell? not be drinking. It's pre-season time. Yeah. We get him on to He's get his preview. We get him on to get his multi-tip and he doesn't even deliver it. That's why I thought we <laughs> unbelievable. Um, so that doesn't help us at all. Um, what are you doing, Dicko, then with your multi-bet this week? <laughs> That'll do me. I've heard uh, it all. Um, <laughs> come right. to me last. Come to me all last. Right, you then, can't throw Dino. up a great Swans player and then just... Yeah. Dino, what are you doing? I'll kick us off. Uh, race four, number one at Charmstone goes into multi. Charmstone at Sandown. So that's oh. race four, number one. What are you doing, Mickey Gannon? Around Rick, race nine, number five at Written Beauty, around the seven dollar mark. You're not Jeez, doing. You're race. not taking on Larkspur. Right? Oh, oh, I don't know okay. about that, Mickey. <laughs> taking on Larkspur. Yeah, a professional week, footballer just come on our show and called it a sprue horse, and we've opened the batting with it. No, well, we don't. He's, he, I don't know what he's doing with his multi this week. Keep mocking it, Dick. I love it. It's the best. I think Papley uh, wants in, in secret in the in the multi from listening to that. All right, then. So yeah. I think Written Beauty can go the place, Mickey. I'm not having it. The oh, sure, mate. Yeah, you put, put it the place and yeah. a log for the win. It'd be perfect. No, we'll go the place. We can go each way with Bet Three Six Five. Dicko, what are you doing? Corniche. Corniche. The place. Sorry, yes. Th- oh. I nearly fell off my seat there. Um, yeah. so you, should, it, you can't see it, because of the radio, but yeah. Dean, Dean did fall over. It's yes. called value, Dino. So um, well, I don't care about bloody value. I just want to get our reputation yeah, exactly. back and get a winner. Um, that would help. So Corniche, uh, the place in the, um, in the prelude and in secret for our little man, Tommy Papley there. Um, so that's how we'll play it. A few text messages coming through. We've got about a minute to go. Fair dinkum. Um, Keats is a zero chance in the All-Star Mile. Could start today and get lapped. That's from Tom from Tamworth. That's a bit harsh, Tommy. Um, um, I love Tommy. Yeah. Um, what else? Well, we've got there's too many to get through because I'll stuff them up as I try and read too quickly. There's a few fans out there for Keats wishing you the best of luck, Dicko. So I appreciate I, it. Please get on board and vote for him in the All-Star yep. Mile. We need everyone's help. We're um, sitting ninth at the moment. I'll be with Dicko and I'll be with Mickey Gannon, Dean Watling in Sydney over the next three days. So looking forward to that. We'll be at Warwick Farm. And I think we might do our Saturday morning show from Manly. Maybe the Manly Surf Club. <laughs> Um, right. Looking forward to that. You, you've got no idea of the geometry around that joint. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll be have... doing it in Kooji. Yeah. All right. Good on, you. good on you, boys. Thanks for that. You know you turned to a Victorian <laughs> That's Coogee. giddy up in the weekend preview. Have a good day.